Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my co-host, whose team is eliminated, but quarterback is inseminated. Mozzie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's and it simeonated, I should say. Yeah, um, simeonated. I thought of that while I was on the toilet earlier, and <laughs> I think that I think that is reflected in the quality of the joke and the and the brand of the joke, I should say. So. Well, it's, you know, when you're taking a shit, all you can really think about are the Browns and the Jets, you know? Yeah. That's just <laughs> when in Rome. It's, a, it's a little on the nose, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> on the butt, but. <laughs> so we yeah, got a real yeah. game here, the game of all time. Yeah, our, um, <laughs> we've got the Jets at the Browns here. Um, the total is down to a whopping 34 and a half. Spread is uh, seven and a half, actually. So the Jets are implied for almost nothing. I still think that total is too high. I I mean, I it does don't... include defensive scores and special teams stuff. So yeah, I don't think this is much more than like thirteen to six, if I had to guess. I I'm like, gonna be honest. I mean, doesn't that sound kind of right? Yeah, like sixteen to six. I I could <laughs> see it going that way. Or going a lot over like twenty two twenty in the sense of like just good field position benefiting the teams. Uh, but I mean that's fair because because right, right now we're know. like twenty fourteen is how it is pretty much. <laughs> like the Browns are gonna get starting field position like inside the thirty a few times. And um, Flacco's, I've been waiting for. So okay, on the bets with this game, I've not really been interested in yardage. The only one I was like maybe was on uh, on Conklin, but I wanted I wanted his receptions prop to come up. That wasn't up this morning. I haven't checked it since. But um, I'm like I don't want to do yardage here except for like unders because I know where the teams are gonna want to go with the ball, but I don't know how like fruitful it's gonna be. So I'm like I'm just gonna take the receptions. And what I was looking for aside from that was Joe Flacco interceptions. Uh-huh. And it was at 0.5, but it was only like minus 190. So I was waiting for that to go up to 1.5 because <laughs> I think I know he's had at least one multi pit game already, and he so is set up to here against the Jets. So I was waiting for that to jump to 1.5 for better odds. I mean, that's that's fair. The only problem is that when Flacco throws interceptions, they're they're you know they're, they're macho man interceptions they're like 70 yard bomb like he they're missing their punter as we will probably get to here in a second they might as well just uh, have flacco chuck it deep flacco right? arm punt yeah yeah so yeah injury wise the punter's doubtful which i'm going to take is out hopkins their kicker is out um as is okoronkwo uh, some d-line rotation and then anthony walker their linebacker still out who he's been a big difference on their on their interior d for sure for the Jets, uh, Dwayne Brown went to IR. Um, Jeremy Ruckert's out. That did result in uh, Zach Koontz being brought up at the active roster. Not sure if he'll get much playing time at all. But it's, you know, fun to see him maybe get a 
chance at a catch because he's a freak athlete. And then uh, Alan Lazard is questionable with an illness, but didn't he get benched again? Pretty much. He like he played like thirty percent of the snaps or something. I thought. And Jason, Jason Brownlee, Brownlee yeah, and Xavier Gibson replaced Lazard and Cobb. Yeah. Less. Um. <laughs> gently, uh, gently used Randall Cobb there. Or slightly yeah. used, yeah. So. Slight, slightly used Randall Cobb. Uh huh. And then uh, Zachy Poo is still out, so yeah, that's why we got Simeon. And then uh, Legatron is questionable. That's Greg Zerline for uh, <laughs> blast from the past on that one. So a lot, a lot of injuries here. I think um, he'll play. I personally, um, yeah, which is actually kind of important. Yeah, and then also from Cleveland, some questionables with Juan Thornhill. He's been out for a bit. He's questionable. Um, that's a pretty significant one here, I think. And then um, Marky's good is questionable, not as not as big. And Cooper's questionable, but I assume he's going to go. He just has you know some well earned rest, I think, at yeah. this point after last week. So um, we're actually on opposite sides of this. I've got the Jets right now. You've got Cleveland. Um, this is your team. So talk to me about it. Well, I I mean I can't take the Jets here um, because I I don't see us getting more than ten yards of offense. I don't know how I, it happened. We our O line is terrible. Their defensive line is gonna absolutely obliterate us. Like Trevor Simeon's gonna have, you know, like half a second to throw the ball. He's not particularly mobile. I'd actually prefer Zach Wilson in this. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is just gonna be him getting murdered all game. I can see that. <laughs> like that is only possible. Like that's why the totals low at Cleveland's favorite by seven and a half. Um. One thing we've talked about a couple times with the Jets is in these gross games. What okay, a lot of Jets games are gross, but when it's like a super low total like this, like sub thirty five, sometimes I, I like I lean into the Jets on that just because it's playing really into their favor. Like the Browns with Flacco, like lately, their defense actually hasn't been that strong. Like I mean, obviously their defense is really good, but they've been like letting up a good amount of yards and points, and then they've been winning on passing, not running, and that's kind of the reverse on what you want to do against the Jets. So. Uh, it's it's sort of like a matchup based thing. The the Flacco Browns, I think, their offense matches up horribly against the Jets defense, and I'm kind of worried about them getting behind the sticks just with the secondary. It could just be a turnover fest. Obviously, they've got a really strong line. It's it's kind of banged up, so it's not as strong. They've got some guys on IR, and so I think that's kind of been part of their you know more pass heavy lane um they've still got their like it, interior line but their tackles yeah. are both hurt and their backup mm-hmm. tackles yeah and like the problem there is when you're looking at like the jets having quinn and williams and solomon thomas on the inside and like they've got a really stout d line i, I do kind of worry about the overall success they might have running yeah just because I don't, I don't like the that line to match up up front and then um the pass matchup is obviously the worst pass matchup you could imagine in the league and like they're Amari Cooper, he'll go some in the slot, but primarily outside. I assume Sauce is going to be on him the whole time, and then like Cedric Tillman, I bet is under. It was like twenty one and a half. I'm like he probably won't register a catch. Um, <laughs> and so like I was looking at like you know it's in Joku pretty much is like the guy here, and I wrote him in as a banger. I the weird thing is I don't know if it's going to be like much better than he's been doing lately. Like it probably won't be just because of how low scoring it'll be, but he's kind of the one guy. Where it's the obvious spot on Cleveland. Yeah. And that's... So I don't really think the Browns offense is going to do a whole lot either. Um, If I'm being honest. The difference is... I trust 
Trevor Simeon to fumble when he's being pancaked by Miles Garrett more than I trust Flacco to throw like an interception that can actually be pick sixed because it's going <laughs> like seventy yards. That's deep. fair. That's fair. Um, I do think this is mostly a defense and special teams game, which is why it's important that the Browns are missing special teams players. So I don't think this is a blowout. I just, I don't think the Jets will be able to do a single thing offensively. The one way the Jets win is if one of their skill guys breaks something free, like Brees or Garrett Wilson, or their defense just shuts down Flacco. So the one of the funny things with this game and this is this is getting back to you. Don't worry, we're, we're gonna it's gonna get somewhere. The pace in this game is the best pace game of the week. It's hilarious. <laughs> you seem to play pretty fast, um, and like that's why both these defenses are like amazing choices, just because you get a super good pace, but <laughs> amazing defenses on both sides. So it's nice there. Um, so like with Brees and with Garrett Wilson, they're getting a billion targets from Trevor Simeon. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, he's at least getting the ball to their superstars. Like, that is more than I think the other quarterbacks this year can say. Um, Zach Wilson sometimes, but, like, he's getting the ball to their playmakers. And with um, Walker out, that's a huge for Brees. If Thornhill is out, that's, like, that's a really big boost for both, I think. He's kind of a large, like, linchpin of their defense, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, The... I said Brees PPR specifically because the run matchup is ungodly horrible. It's like yeah, the wor- might be one of the worst I've seen all year. <laughs> it, it it's just terrible. so actually terrible. But Cle- Cleveland's is only it's Cleveland's is third worst this week. So yeah, and like the pass matchup terrible for both. So like this is again a terrible setup for offensive potential in this game overall. Um, I sort of liked Garrett Wilson here, and a lot of it was target based. Like, he's getting the ball so many times that where Cleveland secondary hasn't been shut down or anything this year, I'm a little more interested. But, honestly, the uh, the tight end for the Jets, Conklin, that, that's kind of been the, the spot in the middle there to attack them lately. I, I guess the fun thing is if you're... So, I wouldn't particularly recommend playing anybody in these games in a... Um... Like in your, if oh. you're in like the championships, because that would be this week, I wouldn't. But just in terms of like showdown, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um, again, this is all pretty much showdown. Like this, the yeah, defenses, is yeah, fire them up. Yeah, I think for showdown, you probably want to go both defenses, the Jets kicker, and then Njoku and someone is probably where I'm at. Yeah, you definitely want at least one defense. I feel like. I guess we'll have to see what the prices are. Um, I think you want. I think you want both. The Browns are fifty six hundred. The Jets are only four k. So I would lean the Jets just on price. Fifty six for a defense is insane. Like, can it be very worth it? Yeah, but it is still a lot. Like, if both of these defenses get ten points, I don't know how many skill position players break that. Yeah. So around around them in price, like Kareem Hunt's five two, Conklin's five k, and then. In the zone of 4K, like, Zerline is 4-6, and then Gibson's 3-2. So, like, just <laughs> Zerline and Jets D at that point, maybe, but... Yeah. And then I like the Jets D, fantasy-wise especially, because uh, because of the ST part as well, with all these issues. <laughs> like, yeah. that's... Like, both punter and kicker out, like, is for sure a factor for me with it this low and gross. So... 
That's true. It's uh, it's a gross game. It's yeah. This one's a bit of a of a vibes kind of. I'm definitely gonna game. watch though because it should be hilarious. Like it should be just stupid ball. Yeah, this might be on when we're recording. So <laughs> if you hear for the episode for the rest of the week, if we break out laughing, it's because we're watching Chet's Browns while we're recording. I'm looking <laughs> at the weather just to see like, is it gonna sleet too? Because that would just be perfect. But no, it looks like it's clear. I do wish uh, it were gross out. <laughs> that would be just amazing. It's just muddy. Everyone's just like people are just slipping on banana peels. That's what this game yeah. is. <laughs> There's got to be something hilarious in this game, and I'm here for it. It is technically a Flacco revenge game. Technically. I do think it's funny, though. Uh, you'll see some Jets fans like, see, we could have gotten Joe Flacco instead of one of these guys. I'm like, do you really think that any immobile quarterback, it d- doesn't matter who it is, can flourish behind what the Jets' offensive line oh. is? Nah, it's like just, getting Flacco, yeah. he would have been hurt already. <laughs> Yeah, the Browns have kept him upright really well. That's kind of been the key. <laughs> so he slings it, man. It's it's funny. I saw this tweet that was like, man, these like these 2010s quarterbacks, like Joe Flacco sees these safeties and they're sweet to him, you know? Like he was getting <laughs> fucked up by Paul Malu all his career. Right. And he's just letting it fly. I'm like, Flacco, Flacco's hilarious. Um, but anything else with this game before we move on? I, I guess our kind of vibe is general, like gross showdown only. Here. Yeah, gross showdown. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I think if you have Njoku and he's your tight end and you're in a championship game and you're probably okay. Yeah, I think he's okay. That's about. I'll, I'm kind of torn on Brees and Wilson. I think Brees. It pretty much depends if it's full PPR or not, and then you got to look at your other options. But I probably yeah. wouldn't unless I absolutely had to. Yeah, go, like we're, as we're going through these games, like. There are definitely like a lot of good options that are, you know, starter and backup that are in pretty good situations. So yeah, if it's if it's full PPR, I'm okay with it personally, but in half it's a really tough choice. You're probably not in the championships if you have Brees Hall on your team. Um Yeah. I'm like unless kidding. unless you had him and got his points last week, but otherwise, yeah, you probably <laughs> aren't, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> because to get him you would have had to take him within the first four rounds, likely, and that's just with how this year has gone, you're probably... That's a good point. <laughs> but um, on to a game that will definitely um, feature some players in championships is Detroit at Dallas. Um, this this one's a lot juicier. We've got a 53 total. Dallas a favorite by six. Um, this is this is a banger of a game. I wish it were on the main slate. But um, we're split on this one, too. I've got Detroit right now because I'm assuming, I'm assuming CJGJ comes back. That's going to be big for me. The only reason I have Dallas at the moment is because they're at home. Um, and I don't think they've lost at home yet. They have, like, serious homage. They are, yes, they are undefeated at home. Yeah, I know I know some of, like, the the Lions road woes have been, like, outdoor stuff. So, like, them also being indoors here, I think, is a nice, like, the neutralizer Lions for some of their disadvantages. are also undefeated in prime time. So this is a oh. pretty cool game. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's indoors. Definitely think six and a half is too much. This yeah. is a three-point game, uh, so I don't understand that at all. I'll immediately take Detroit to cover. And if I were making a bet, you know, money line spread or anything like that, I would take Detroit to cover. That would be my favorite 
Six and a half? That's stupid. So let's talk really quickly about why that's stupid. Um, Dallas, <laughs> from the third week of the year when they played the Cardinals, it became incredibly obvious that the way to beat Dallas is to run all over them. And the fucking Bills did it. So now they're playing the Lions. <laughs> who wants to guess who the best rushing team in the league is? <laughs> Yeah, that was a large part of my pick here. I don't understand six and a half at all. Now, the only thing is, is obviously Detroit's defense is also ass. So Dallas should also do well offensively. But Detroit gets to control the clock, the game script. They get to run all day. Like, I think the only, like, this should be a one or two point Dallas favorite just because they're at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I like how... <laughs> Detroit matches up against Dallas's defense. It's really um, it would be, nice. <laughs> yeah. If they had like an alpha man beater on the outside, I'd be even more enthused. But um, like Dallas, one of their weaker spots is the slot. They've got Amon Ra. Like, and Laporta. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would prefer if they were zone heavy. Like, da- like Dallas is really man heavy, but I still I still do like Amon Ra to like crush his matchup. And then, yeah, Laporta should. Laporta's in a pretty good spot too. Um, you mentioned the run game. I like Gibbs more than Monty here. Um, the run matchup's really good. The The second level yard matchup is the best this week, and that kind of plays into, um, you know, our guy Gibbs here with... Uh, also, I, this random tangent, I saw a license plate that said for, like, number four, you, letter U, and then space Gibbs. For you, Gibbs. I'm like, <laughs> is this a huge Detroit fan? <laughs> like a Panama fan? I don't know. Um... So, yeah, when, when teams have kind of suspect linebacker play or, like, safety play, I lean more into Gibbs versus when it's, like, very clear, like, line mismatch. I'm like, okay, maybe more Monty there. And here I think it's more the former. So I like Gibbs. And just with the total, he's been getting a lot more work lately and actually getting goal line touches. Um, yeah, he has been. Gibbs has been yeah, like, absolutely he's a, cooking. Oh, dude, he's amazing. And, like, in these high-stakes games, like, he's getting it more and more. And, like, I think as we get towards the playoffs, too, like – Playoff games, we're going to see, I think, a lot of Gibbs. So, just as as these games get more and more important, like this is a huge one too, like for seeding potentially. Um, like, if we see like you know Philly struggle down the line too, you know Detroit's playing for the one seed right now. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think San Fran is going to lose any games though. Um. Oh yeah, it's commies and Rams. I'm. I mean. It is McVeigh. That it's divisional. Yeah. There's a chance. Yeah, not not the, the commies, but not the commies. Just a preview <laughs> of what we'll talk about later. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, if if and he, they uh, just lost embarrassingly, like they're gonna murder them. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's gonna be brutal. So <laughs> yeah, but that that that'll be next week. That'll be week 18, which I do. Week 18 is my favorite. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and then like looking at Philly, um, like. They'll probably win their next two as well, but you know, away game divisional is never a gimme. So they're probably at the three seed, but you know, you can only hope. And then they, we we get team they tend to align stuff properly, except for last year when they fucked the Lions. But oh yeah, that was garbage. Yeah, it's okay, man. They still did their job now. though. Yeah, I feel like that win last year at the end of the season was a like a nice springboard into this season for them. Like. Just a nice pride win. Fuck, man, I want to take Detroit. I'm just afraid 
that their defense is you know what i am gonna take detroit yeah what well, that does bring us to dallas though so like lamb should obviously do really well but like their best corner play has been in the slot from brian branch um fergie's in an amazing spot i like fergie a lot here um yeah ferguson should smash yeah like detroit's been a good tight end matchup it's high total like everything you'd love for a tight end here i do like cooks a good amount just because i think he can definitely get some over on um, these corners on the outside too like so lamb since the buy has been pretty even slot and outside and then cooks has been a bit more outside and slot. that's pretty much those two guys made the slot and then depending on what they're doing elsewhere but i i just i really like how detroit matches up like obviously dallas is gonna fight back and lamb should do well and Ferg is gonna do well um, but i think this is a really good yardage spot for dallas players if you're doing player props because uh, I, what I expect to see Detroit do defensively is to just play zone and cap the top of the defense, and they're going to let some guys catch underneath stuff and, you know, just run, get 15 yards a pop. They're just yeah. going to try really hard to not let them score big plays and, you know, buckle down in the red zone. So I do think you're going to see a lot of yardage from the Dallas guys, like, Dak probably gets his over too on his passing. Yeah, and everything you just described is Lamb and Ferguson pretty much. Yes. So and Cooks. And Cooks. Those three I think are all in a good but specifically Lamb and Ferguson, but I think Cooks can also do mm-hmm. Um and you you kind of mentioned the yardage stuff. I do like both kickers here, just because both defenses have like studs on the D line, you know. Hutchinson and Parsons that can just like wreck something on their own and mm-hmm. like they're like they could just kill a drive and make a field goal so I like Aubrey more than I like ba- uh is it Badgley now I, had... yes I'm pretty sure it is Badgley I'll kicked his that. first field goal last week because <laughs> Stan Campbell likes to just go for it <laughs> yeah being a kicker for Detroit is like not a super important job <laughs> He kicked his first field goal last week. That was That's when they funny. said that on the uh, broadcast. I fucking laughed. <laughs> like this dude hates kicking field goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like Aubrey a lot. He's been awesome this year. He has has he missed this year? No, no. So. I'm dude. He needs to miss. I'm like, and I mean this as like as impartial a fan as possible. Aubrey, you gotta miss one. Didn't you gotta do it now or next week? Because you yeah. do not want to Gary Anderson, the Cowboys, out of the playoffs. I know it's going to happen. He's going to miss his first field goal of the year in the playoffs that's going to send them home. You can already tell. <laughs> oh, Got to get, like, one out of the way. Who do they Just play next week again? Boof oh, it, gosh. dude. The Commies. Okay, next week against the Commies. Just boof Aubrey, it. just get it out of the way. <laughs> you'll you'll be in chill mode you know you just get a get a get a donk out of the way like mccarthy have him go for a 70 yarder and <laughs> that's how you do it and have him oh, miss yes. one <laughs> um yeah man oh boy uh one other guy though i do want to mention before we close out is jamison williams mm-hmm. so he has been playing a lot more lately like especially the last couple of weeks they trust him more he's been getting a lot more targets um six and seven in the last two He's getting a lot more involved, kind of starting to overtake Cleef uh, Raymond and even with Reynolds on the outside there. And the the speed he possesses, I think, could really get one over on either of these corners. I don't know about like consistency-wise, but 
I think he's extra liable for a big play here just because we've seen Dallas is super aggressive man coverage on their corners. Like, that's what they do. And someone with insane track speed like Jamison Williams could really make you pay for it. So, yeah, if they have a matchup where it's him on Gilmore, that's like good night. Yeah. So he's three, four on DK for the showdown. I love him for that. Um, and I think, I think if you're desperate in a league too, like, I don't mind it just because of how high the total is in this game. The environment's good. Um, and I think he's got that kind of elevated big play potential here. So, yeah. I'm trying to see if Tyron Smith is going to be available. He did miss last week. Yeah. So injury wise. So he didn't practice Wednesday. I'll go through like the Wednesday DNPs because that's the quote unquote their Thursday in a way. So, but it's, it's kind of weird for the Saturday game. So Dowdle, Hankins, Tyron Smith didn't practice Wednesday. Martin did but it's not injury. And then Tyron Smith and Hankins, like I said, missed last week. Um, Dowdle's missed a lot of practices. I'm not really that worried about him here. Um, and then for Detroit, um, Brock Wright didn't practice Wednesday. Decker didn't, but he was limited Tuesday, so that kind of might be rest-ish. But keep an eye on that. I think it's groin. And then, of course, CJGJ um, got a limited Wednesday. Again, recording today on Wednesday, kind of kind of later night here. And so I I think he'll be back because it's, it's the second week after the designation to return. But that's, that's pretty big, I'd say, just for their overall defensive competency because when he went down, so did their defense. Yeah. If he's playing... I think Pollard is really only usable in full PPR. I, I'm i not huge on Pollard here. Yeah. Um, so there is kind of one interesting thing. He was talking about how his injury, like that was really bad at the end of last year, has like definitely contributed to a slow start. He said he hasn't really felt like himself till like the last like few weeks, especially post by. Like it's taken a while to get his legs under him and like that kind of hmm. shows and tracks. Um, there's been a lot of like Pollard hate this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but I think a lot of people are forgetting the leg injury. And so, like, that's probably why he hasn't looked as speedy and fast. I think, like, next year, we always talk about the, you know, severe injury thing. I think next year we'll really see him flourish more. It's not like he's been bad this year. No, he hasn't. He was just getting drafted in, like, the top, you know, 10, which I was yeah. very, which I warned people about. I I have that on record. You do. <laughs> Yeah, like he, he's he got not going to be bad, but so he is hard, not like going weeks. to be Zeke and Pollard no. put together. He is Pollard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been a bit more variance to him, too, because of that. But, yeah, he's, I, I think he's getting a little too much hate, and people aren't really factoring in the offense and also just his injury that he came back from. So Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, like, huge on him here. It's more, it's more the pass game for me on Dallas. Yeah, exactly. I think he'll still get receptions and he'll still be fine in that aspect but if you're in standard or even half ppr you might not want to go that way. yeah like fan oh, duel not yeah i wish they had a slate for just these two games wouldn't that be they nice? don't that'd be kind of fun yeah just showdowns for each um but yeah so i, I assume this is what we'll be doing saturday night is watching this yeah that should be fun yeah yeah, if if you were coming here, we could we could do a live episode. But uh, yeah, the two of us will be will be mobile over over an Arrowhead watching the uh, Chiefs and Bengals play on New Year's Eve. We might see Taylor Swift. That'd know. be really cool. I'm gonna go get neat. a Taylor Swift uh, sweater. Nice, <laughs> a Swifty sweater. Because you know it's Bengals and Chiefs, and I don't really want to you know like support either of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just support 
Taylor. Perfect. Yeah, I'm going to be wearing just like warm stuff, like nothing like really signifying any color allegiance to either team. Just whatever is warm that day. Well, for me, it was either Taylor Swift or Andy Reid, because I do love Andy Reid. Yeah, I will have the Andy Reid t-shirt as my initial base layer, probably. Okay. But (laughs) otherwise, yeah. Like if I could design a shirt that said like Tater Swift and it's like a tater, but it's got Andy Reid's mustache. (laughs) That's what I would wear. (laughs) <laughs> oh god okay we need to we gotta find a way to get that made uh, <laughs> oh god and on that note we're not gonna go up from there so um thank you all for tuning in um you can find us online at mozzyandthemuscle.com on instagram at mozzyandthemuscle and on twitter at mozzyandmuscle um we will be back very soon to go over the rest of these games there's a lot left still and it'll be limited injury info so you know Keep your eye on stuff as we go, but we are flying on Friday, so we gotta, no, gotta gotta do all we can. But um, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back soon.